Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Aloha. Hello and welcome. We're back from the Baller Lifestyle dot com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you for joining us. Episode number 442 of the show. Appreciate your patronage. If you would like to become involved with us, you can send us an email mailbag at the ballerlifestyle.com. Do this every week. People still ask. Additionally, you can call us. Fan fan reached out the other day. He said he was going to call. I haven't heard from him, but. He had some thoughts on something we talked about. I don't want to give away his spot, but I just looked at the voicemails. I'm not, not I'm certain I don't see anything from FanFan. You can call, though, even if you're not FanFan. You could just be a fan. You could be a non-fan. We got one. There's a song about a guy that's not a fan of the show that calls in. 949-464-TBLS. Oh. 949-464-TBLS-8257 is the number to dial. Additionally, you can join our bonus content subscription level donation-based listening. Do do so by clicking the link in the show notes or going to theballerlifestyle.com and clicking the link at the top of the page. That's where you get all the bonus content that we do each and every week. Also, check out my Bachelor show, The Bachelor Lifestyle, with me and Jay Stu. Bachelor in Paradise started this week, or last week, and there is quite a crop of young nubiles there to be observed on the beach. Uh, I'm joined now, as always, by Ed, Mr. Easy Ed Daily. Ed, how are you, buddy? Uh, doing well. What is the... I, I know the the plot of the Bachelor and Bachelorette. Oh, Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, I know of it. No, but it's like, the best. What are they, it it's more sex. No, like what? It, what is no. it? It's the best. What they do is they go to a beachy locale and they all wear bathing suits. And then right. at the end of each episode, they um, either th- there's one fewer rows than there are people. And so they take turns fucking people over and they go at the end of each episode, they'll go, okay, it's time to pick. And then everybody like tries to, tries to couple up and it'll be like guys week to pick. 
And then some guy will be like, I'll pick Gina, even though he just told some chick named Heather that he loved her, but he really, he thought Gina was hotter. So then he'll pick her and then some, then some chick will go home sad. And then the next week they'll do it to the guys and some guy, some guy will have been all nice and then he'll get kicked off. But then there, here's the, here's the best part of it. There is no prize. There's no, you don't win money at the end. You don't get a trip. It's six musical chairs. Sort of, except at some, and you never know when it's going to end. Well, I mean, it's like 10 episodes, eight or 10 episodes. I don't even know. At, at some point, it used to be Chris Harrison, and now it's this guy, Jesse Palmer. You, you'd be familiar with him. He played quarterback at University of Florida. He's a, uh, he's, Giants. yeah, the Giants. Um, he's Canadian. Chris, Chris Harrison, because he was, uh, was pro, uh, 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 antebellum time? No, he was. He really. He just. He well. Uh, I I one time yeah. I was in the car for like two hours and listened to Howard Stern talk about. It. I heard all the clips and stuff, but I just thought yeah. it was a yeah yeah. He but you know you really like he was useless and he was a douche. But it turns out he did serve a purpose because now they have this Jesse Bell uh, Jesse almost said Plemons yeah. buddy mine Jesse. He's terrible. Palmer. Yeah, and he's re- he's just a real stuffed shirt. I mean, there's nothing going on between the ears. He is, he is as vanilla as it gets. He really is, and except he's luckily he's gotten rid of the Canadian accent. But but last season on The Bachelor, they went to France and he fucking busted out because he's from Montreal. So he's like busted out like the full on French. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you guys didn't understand what I was saying, and you know he's like, hey, I'm gonna do some French because we're in France. But here's the greatest thing about The Bachelor in Paradise: they go at some point. The host comes out and he's like, all right, it's time. You guys are either going to get engaged or never see each other ever again in your lives. That's a, that's a reasonable yeah. either or. And they've known each other. Like a couple of them have been there like a day or two. And they're like, what? It's like, wait, we can't text. Nope. You're, you get engaged right now or that's fucking it. Commit, yeah. commit life plans. Yes. <laughs> or hate each other. It's great. Guys. It's not that much different than The Bachelor, but they play it a little more tongue in cheek. So no, it's great. I haven't watched. It. I didn't watch. I missed a season, but now I'm back in. I well, uh, by back in, I mean I've watched the first five minutes of four hours of it that I have to have watched before tomorrow night, so I can do a show about it with Jace too. So it's great. Excellent. Excellent. Um, speaking of that, well, it's not really speaking of that, but remember a few weeks ago you brought this to our attention that mm-hmm. porno actress Lana Rhodes who yes. I I would imagine everybody within the sound of my voice is familiar with that's the weird thing about porno it's like it's a thing you never talk about with anyone or barely unless you have a podcast right but everybody kind of knows you know what's going on there it's a world that people are familiar with so you brought up it was weird yeah. it, it came up a lot in college yeah <laughs> yeah for sure like the guys like yeah oh yeah talk about like you know oh, yeah. i mean yeah. everybody knew the hedgehog yeah and tt boy oh and, yeah you know, all the, all the <laughs> i remember there was a dude was a weird thing that everyone talked about i remember i see and this is crazy because i can't remember mindy kaling but I remember in the 90s, there was this dude in porno that had a ponytail and a curved dick. And his dick, like, wasn't that yes. big. 
<laughs> and you'd be you'd throw on a porn, you'd go rent a porn at the Asian video store with the with the uh, beaded curtain. You'd you try to make as little sound as possible walking through the beaded curtain. Yeah, and it would swing back and forth to announce yeah, you've yes. been there and then you're gonna come back yeah, out. Yeah, well, cause some of them also had saloon doors. And those were they'd be like wink to let yeah. them know that you're in there. Then you then you go in there, and of course you triangulate max distance from all the other dudes, much like you do at the urinal. You go, oh, I can't be too close to him, can't be too close to him. And then you look, start looking at the boxes, and you just look at the chicks on the boxes. And you'd be like, oh, this one looks like a good one. And then you'd get it home, and fucking ponytail guy would be there, and you'd be like, oh man. <laughs> and I and I just as I brought him up, I remembered his name, Mark Wallace. Mark Wallace would be in a porno, and you'd be like, fuck. I can't believe I picked a Mark Wallace porno. This sucks. <laughs> and everybody knew. They'd be, oh, yeah, ponytail guy. Yeah, fucking ponytail guy. Mm. Well, it was weird yeah. in college how we would just, there would be just porn playing. Like, it wasn't <laughs> oh, yeah. It wasn't means to an end. Yeah. Sometimes it would just be playing yeah. in a room you're in. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Yeah, this is totally normal. This is very yes. normal to be having a conversation with someone while two randos yeah. have sex. I told a story about my buddy Todd giving somebody the the house tour, and he lived with a bunch of roommates, and he went into everybody's room and pushed play on the VCR, and porno would start playing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a time, you know. It was. It, it was. It was a time. Well, there's still, you know, porno is not. It's kind of gone compartmentalized now, where everybody just does their own porno, which is great. Because they get their own money, they're not, they're, you know, they're not make, making eight hundred bucks a scene, and then they have to go out and and dance and give hand jobs around the country to get to really make their money. They can, they can, you know, they got their own thing where they sell themselves having sex, which is great. But we talked a few weeks ago. You brought this up that porno actress Lana Rhodes was had had uh, cryptically mentioned that she had been impregnated by an NBA player who was also, I believe, a Capricorn. And, oh, and he played for the and, Nets. And on the net. Yeah. So it, everybody assumed it was uh, Everybody was assu- assumed it was Durant. And we're like, that's impossible because Durant doesn't have sex with ladies. But who knows? Maybe it was Durant. Turns out we discovered today that in all likelihood, and it's, this, is, this isn't on us because nobody knew this, Turns out that Blake Griffin is on the Nets. Now he's a Celtic, but yeah, he was a Net. He was a Net. Blake Griffin's a Celtic? Uh, I think he just signed. Oh, okay. Like, uh, well, it t- because Lana Rhodes today posted a, a TikTok or an Instagram or something, and uh, and... Her, she has a baby. It's a huge baby. Looks like it's maybe about six months old, and it Does it, it have dead eyes. It, yeah, it, it bears. Eyes, like, like yeah, it bears a striking striking re- resemblance to um, Blake Griffin. Now, here's something we don't talk about. I recall that while he was playing at Oklahoma, does Blake Griffin not have a twin brother? He does. Yeah, They're on Oklahoma together. Yeah, and then. Uh... One took off and one did not. Got to be so annoying when you, when you have when you have yeah. the exact same DNA as another person and he's way better at something than you. How's that possible? Yeah, like the Lopez brothers are pretty similar. Pretty similar. Robin is better, but they're both good. 
But they've both had like pretty solid, pretty similar careers. Yes. So it all kind of makes sense. Yes. Um, the Collins brothers, <laughs> I believe, were pretty similar, except one was gay. Gay, Jaron, and or Jason. Like, They're the ones that got Jim Herrick fired. Yeah. yeah. But I think both of them were like had had uh, brief moments as as pro centers. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's there's the Griffin. The Griffins. Blake was like college player of the year. Number one pick. Yeah. Yeah. NBA all star. And the other one, I don't even think got a look outside no. of training. Camp. I don't even know. I, I don't even know his name. But, you know, there have been occasions where. A, a twin brother who's already doing a bid, a life bid in prison, mm. confesses to a crime his twin brother has been accused of. Now, look, this could be the plot of something, but I'm pretty sure it's a real thing. I re- remember reading this. Confesses to a crime that his twin brother did. And again, could be law and order. I don't know. And. Oh, are you. Are you implying that Blake Griffin's brother may have been the one? Well, hold on. This is Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. Free fucking child support defense right here. You're welcome. What if he were to say, oh, I didn't do that. My much less financially stable brother, Balaki Griffin... Impregnated her, pretending to be me. Maybe who knows? Maybe he wasn't. Maybe she didn't know the difference. We look exactly alike. And yes, if you give that baby a DNA test, it will show that it is both of our baby. But the thing is, I got 180 million in the bank. Balaki's been playing in Israel. He makes, you know, he makes a nice living, 400 grand a year. Got to right. take it out of his end, and then Blake can <sighs> can make up the difference with his brother plus yes. a little extra. I'll take care of you. I'll get you on the back end. We're brothers. We're t- we're twins. We. It's like the Corsican brothers. How do you think? Do you? Th- oh, do you think he could feel? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When <laughs> when bl- when Blake was nothing in Lana Rhodes, do you think his brother was like sitting at dinner somewhere? He's like he's like at Denny's or something. With a couple of buddies, and he's like, oh, 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 just like out of nowhere. Hey guys, why are we in such a hurry to leave? Just, just, just give me a minute. Let me finish my moons over my hammy over here. I'm just saying, it's an idea. Now, here's the other thing. I mean, Lana Rhodes, I believe, is pretty financially secure on her own. So I don't know. You know, usually yeah, it's based on the NBA difference. Money is, yeah, it's a NBA lot. NBA money is NBA lot. money. Yeah, it's a lot. This guy was making like 20 plus a year. So it looks, it appears anecdotally, we're going to say that Blake Rhodes, or wait, Blake Griffin and Lana Rhodes, our parents, congratulations. Happy for them. Hope they can, you know, maybe they're in a relationship. I don't know. But, uh, you know, if he's looking to maybe get out on the cheap, also, may, maybe pull out next time. Use the use the undefeated method, especially if you're if you're having intercourse with a porno actress. That seems like somebody you'd want to you know not ejaculate in. 
as an idea. Well, you know, just feels better. Not just to ejaculate. It, yeah, I don't. I, I not not to shame professions, but like, do you ever feel? Ah, then again, they're tested. They're tested. Others. They're tested. And you know, look, you're rolling the dice to that level. I mean, why not? But, but when you've earned a total of one ninety two point five one million, pretty nice. Pretty nice. You might want to you might want to protect your seeds a little bit. Do you know that he and ah oh, fuck, see this? I can remember Mark Wallace. This guy, Matt Leinert, Matt, um, Matt Leinert and Blake Griffin have sons that are half brothers. Really? Yeah. They had, they both had dated the same woman and had children with her. So they have, they have half brother sons. I think they're both sons. Look, I'm a fountain of this shit. Um, where, how far are you from Stockton? Oh, quite a way. Stockton is, uh, it's like, I don't know, seven hours. Oh, okay. yeah. oh good, because yeah. there's a serial killer on the loose. Right I now. saw that. And, you know, it's always kind of exciting when there's a new serial killer, right? Because it's like, serial killers yeah. are so old school. I I know, and it's it's really sad because when i read serial killer i got like a little excited like oh yeah we've got some we've got a serial killer yes there's been a lot of buzz about Dahmer because of the netflix show uh so i've been having conversations about Dahmer again yeah yeah i was at the bar and guy random guys i was just in a conversation about Dahmer, and it's it's kind of fun talking about serial killers even though what they do is very far from fun yeah, it's it's especially Dahmer because he was like he went for it. I, you, you know, he went for it all. I all it. I saw the headline about the um about the Stockton serial killer, and he's just shooting people. Which uh, this, that's not that exciting, right? You would think there's there should be some sort of hook. Yeah, there because remember a few years ago there was a serial killer, there was a black serial killer, which is probably made of why he was so hard to find because there's usually white dudes in Florida. Yeah, in Florida that was just capping people, just walking up to randos and just shooting them on the street. Oh yeah, and then it, during one of the press conferences, you got the fake uh, sign language person. Yeah. We're looking for the serial killer. That's right. Yeah, I love yeah. those people mess. pop up every few years. The fake sign language person. Yes, and it's again. Yeah, not not good, not funny to be making fun of the deaf, but funny that there's always a weird person that's going to fake sign language. No, <laughs> it's a, just to be on TV. Yeah, like they just need that fame, even if it's really bad fame to have. Just that, that I, it's if you're. If your like kid is in college or going to college, and you know they have they have that well, depending on where you go to school, they have that um, foreign language requirement. You can do yeah. you can do sign language, and I would recommend it because it's a good gig. I when I used to work at UPS, occasionally we would hire a hearing impaired. I think you just say deaf now. I think they just prefer to be called deaf. We would hire deaf people. And when you hire a deaf person, you need a translator to, you know, so when you're teaching them how to do the job, they, they translate in sign language. 
But the rules, and maybe there's, are there any sign language interpreters out there right now? The rules, you'd hire an interpreter to come in and the sign, the rules of the sign language interpreter are there like, yeah, they work um, eight minutes and then they need a 45 minute break before they can work another eight minutes. And also it's $700 an hour to get one to come out. <laughs> so a lot of times you have to get two to cover because one does their shift and it's, it's literally like 90 minutes that they can work before they need a break. And then you would need the second one to come in and sub for the original one. So, you know, it's, that's probably why they're hard to find. That's probably why they're getting these or they shouldn't be hard to find, but that's probably why they get paid so much is because there's not enough of them, which is how you end up with these fake ones at these TV press conferences. Right. Pays, you know, good they're gig, in good gig. Um, yeah. Oh shit. I just forgot what I was going to say. Um, Oh, yeah. I got out of the, the uh, foreign language requirement in the most bullshit way possible. Oh, no. Oh, no. If you study abroad... Oh, you son of a you, bitch. You, qu- you qualify. Well, I studied abroad in London. Yeah. So I have to learn a language. <laughs> that's fucking bullshit. That's just horseshit. That's fucking, that's fucking, <laughs> that's fucking bullshit. I, you, know, you, you know, another way you can get out of it is if you know a language that they don't have anybody that can test you for. So I knew a guy... I knew a guy that was South African and he's like, yeah, I speak Afrikaans, but he didn't, but he knew enough words to pretend and he could do the accent so he could pretend like he could speak Afrikaans. And then there was nobody that could, they didn't have anybody that could check. They just had to take his word for it. Hey, the clerk. <laughs> yes. Mandela, exactly. the clerk. Uh, okay. Anything else? No. Okay. Let's talk some sports. Brian They call me the other guy I host a podcast show I'll give hetero life a try If you see something on my hand That makes you think I'm not a man It's just my cool rings you see They're as sparkly as can be What is going on this week in the world of sports? Anybody die? Sadly, two. Rest in peace. Rest First, in peace. Yeah. Former Texas and WNBA star Tiffany Jackson, 37 years old, breast cancer. Damn. Depressing. That's awful. Very sorry. I- Obviously, get your checks. Yes. Unless, of course, you don't have insurance because right. you're out of work at the time. <laughs> right. and in which case, I guess God wants you to That's, not get yeah, checked. Yeah, I don't exactly. But uh, terrible. Very sad. Uh, very sad. Also, RIP former Cowboys tight end Gavin Escobar, 31 years old, rock climbing accident. Uh Awful again, thirty-one, way before his time. Yeah. But when I read that obit, yeah, I was yeah. thinking, at least I know <laughs> that is not going to be a way I die. You're, I will like never hot air, hot, hot air ballooning. <laughs> yes, tragic. Like there's just some things. 
skydiving accident. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not climbing rocks. Yeah, it's Brian Beckner, R.I.P. Tragic wingsuit incident. <laughs> you never. I can't even like rock climbing. No, no. enough with the rock climbing. I was uh, I went for a little hike in Colorado one time yeah. and I saw some people doing probably not a big deal rock climb. Yeah. And it was terrifying to walk by. I, I was looking at yes. these people yes. could die right now. And it was probably like a C grade climb. Yeah. The, the, the rock climbing movies. Oh, I I couldn't get through free. What is it? Free solo. Free solo. Have you? I couldn't get through it. It was just too. It made me too uncomfortable. Have I you, told myself I'd get back to it, and I just stopped. Have you seen the Alpinist? No, it's on Netflix. It's this guy. Look, these guys are a little off. Clearly, no judgment. It's this guy. Who he he climbs rocks and he also climbs ice with nothing with nothing to. I mean, what are you? What what are we doing? And it, and at one From point climbing ice. Yeah, yeah. At one point, he's climbing this thing that's like rock and ice in in uh, like Patagonia, Argentina. Wait, Patagonia is Chile. Might have been Chile. No, I think it was Argentina. It could be both. It could be both. They they connect. Okay, he's climbing something there. And it's like the middle of it's like taking him a lot longer than he thought. So it's like the middle of the night and he'll climb rock to a certain point. And then he's like, oh, now I got to climb on ice. So then he's got to put on the shoe things with the spikes on them. Crampons. Crampons. And he's got to use the axes. Meanwhile, he's tied to nothing. He's thousands of feet in the air and he, then he climbs. Then he's climbing on the ice and then he's and then all of a sudden a storm comes in. And he's like, ah, this took too long. And now the storm is here. So what's he do? He climbs back down. Oh, my God. And then he goes back the next day and climbs the stupid ice rock, rock and ice thing. You're supposed to be satisfied that you just cheated death once. Yeah. You don't do it a second day. Yes. They're never satisfied. All they want to do is cheat death. Look, I got things I'd rather be doing than climbing rocks. You know, I got things to live for. And climbing rocks is not is not in the cards. So, I, look, RIP, I'm sorry this guy lost his life, but it's not a way I'm going to lose my life. I right. I I've hiked on glaciers twice, but in both scenarios, this was for like very touristy. Yeah. Yes. You're you're not doing anything dangerous. You're just you've got the crampons on oh, yeah. and you hike over and they're like, hey, here's a, a here's a bottle of scotch. And here you get to have. See, that sounds nice. A little like I did that both in Argentina yeah. and in Iceland. Yeah. And it was like a touristy thing to yeah. just stand on a glacier. And you exercise. You got out there. You got out in the outdoors. You saw a beautiful place. And then you got booze at the end. Like, that's the kind of hike yeah. I'm into. And in both of these hikes, Michelle was with me. Yeah. And I can tell you, it definitely was not an athletic feat of strength that Michelle was doing it. <laughs> yes. It was not. Yes. There you go. Well, RIP that dude from the Cowboys. RIP. Yeah. Uh, 
this is massive news. Just destroying the Cleveland fishing universe. Yes. A Cleveland fishing tournament official cut open a fish and found uh, the, what is it, walleye fish? Yeah, walleye. Walleye fish fish was full of weights, and they put like a filet inside. They stuffed the fish with fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They stuffed a fish with fish. (laughs) Uh, In Lake Erie. It's funny because somebody sent me this. My buddy Matt sent me this, and I don't. I didn't know it was like it had just really happened. Like I didn't. I thought it might be like an old video or something. Yeah, but these guys. There's a couple dudes. Hold on. Months of suspicion erupted into full-throated. That's good writing right there. Fury at a professional fishing tournament in Ohio, where two anglers were allegedly caught with egg-shaped weights in their catch. An edge of more than seven pounds that would have ensured a lucrative championship. We got weights in the fish! <laughs> Declared Jason Fisher. We got a video of this. Director of the Lake Erie Walleye Trail Fishing Tournament in a video posted to social media. Now, I got a lot of questions here, and maybe they're answered in the story, but these, first of all, these guys are lucky to be alive. Because they had won, they had been winning like all the walleye tournaments. And in a, and in a, and it was like they were averaging seven pounds per fish when they really averaged three to four or something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, I I saw they won one. They might have been this one. They won by like 16 pounds. But I read another one where they're like, they won a tournament and people were like, them fish look old. So what they had done in that case is likely they had gone fishing before, hung on to the fish they caught, kept them alive like in a bait tank or something, and then turned them in like they had just caught them. But I guess these fishermen could kind of tell. And then at the end of the tournament, when they're like, do you want to donate your fish to the local food bank? They said, no, probably because there was weights inside the fish. Now, my question to you is this. They're not the first people to put weights inside fish in a fishing tournament. Oh, my God. Where's friend of the show, Matt Sketchy Grace, if you're listening, weigh in on this. Because you're the, you're the greatest fisherman I've ever met in my life. I know for a fact that weighting down the fish is not a new phenomenon. I mean, I don't remember the number, but this is tens of thousands of dollars for these tournaments. Yeah. They, like and, 20, 22,000, 28,000. There, there's real money. So, yes, when there's money on the line, there's cheating on the line. But these guys are going to have to move and change their names. Because I imagine if you're a professional fisherman in Cleveland, yeah. you're just out. What else are you yeah. going to do? Yeah, they had and won. They had won a boat, a bass boat. Those can be a hundred thousand dollars. Like these guys were killing it, and people knew, and they got greedy. So, so after the after the the them fish look old situation, they knew people were onto them, but they couldn't. They thought they were too smart for them, so they came in with some weighted fish, and these dudes were ready. Hold on, I'll play the video. 
just cutting it open. We got weights and fit. There we go. They were ready for him, Ed. We got weights and fish. Get the fuck out of here. Look how pissed everybody is. Fuck yeah. That guy, one guy just keeps screaming, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck Because they knew. They knew these guys were up to some shit. And look, anybody that's ever been caught in something. Um, I remember one time I had to get a progress support. I think I was in eighth grade. I had to get a progress support and I had an F in science. And you, you know, you probably never had to do this, Ed, but. If you weren't doing that well in your classes, you'd have to go around to every class with a little card because it wasn't like it was like middle of the semester or trimester, as it were. You go around your scarlet letter. Yeah, you go around all your classes, you get a paper and your and your your teacher would write down the grade, your current. He'd open up his book, his grade book. He'd write down your current grade and then he'd make a little note in there. Missing assignments, poor test scores, that kind of shit. And I was doing good in every, pretty much every class, but I had a fucking F in science. This is, the, this is way to farm at my school, Ed. This is the same science class where, uh, where a disease felled the entire chicken coop. And I, and I had first period science, and I walked in to first period, period science, and the science teacher had trash bags filled with still warm deceased chickens that we were expected to dissect. <laughs> so it was like you walked into the third, uh, the third act of ET with all the scientists. <laughs> yes, around yes, plastic yes. Bags Same. Over. I'm like, wait, I'm not doing this. <laughs> so I an F, I an F in, in science. And i I thought I was slick. So I got the same kind of pen that Mr. Center had. That was his name. I got the same kind of pen that he had, and I fucking changed that F to a B. And nobody fell for that shit. I showed that shit to my parents, and they're like, this is a, you changed this F to a B. And I just, and I looked, I stood there. Anybody, uh, I'll put this, I'll put this video in the description and look at this fisher, look on this fisherman's face as he looks down at those fish that had weights and fillets, fillets removed from their guts. That's how I felt when that when they t- saw that F change yeah, to a B. It kind of looks like at the end of the Burbs when uh, yeah. Dr. Klopek's car yeah. Yeah. trunk pops open and they see the bones. Yeah, yes, exactly. Fish, Fisher dutifully announced Runyon and Kaminsky as the winners to faint applause. See, these people knew, but he uh, they got greedy, but he also asked them to stick around to take photos with the fish. Then he asked to inspect the fish which the team initially balked at, he said. See, this is, they're protesting too much. They asked if he was serious. Are you serious? Do you seriously want to inspect these fish? I don't understand. Because the, like at the end of the Tour de France, you got to hand your bike over and they, and they x-ray that bike. They want to know that there's not any motors inside of it. 
You know, they 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 want to know that there's no sh- shenanigans up with the bike. Is it this is a new phenomenon where the where the fish where the fish get inspected? Uh, I mean, m- maybe this is a a Lake Erie thing. You know, not to not to shame, but maybe fishing tournaments in in California are a little ahead of. You know how like fashion. <laughs> you know how like fashion yes, is like twenty yes, years ahead yes, in yes. certain places. Maybe maybe fishing cheating shenanigans. I feel also. like I feel like this is the front lines. The Lake Erie walleye tournaments. There's some fishermen that are listening that know, that know about this. Maybe Kyle and Scotty knows. Uh, there's there's yeah, there's fishermen listening. I, but but like I said, like the they they can't go anywhere. This kind of cheating means if you're a professional fisherman, this is this is your thing. And once you get caught, I don't think they've made enough money. You know, Barry Bonds has been he's been treated like yeah. a pariah yeah. at this point, but yeah. he's made a ton of money and it's it's okay. If you're yeah. a professional fisherman, yeah. You still have a life to live. Yeah. They would have if they changed their job. name change their name and move to a different fishing circuit maybe, maybe. but otherwise they're they're cooked. Yeah, I would say it's probably the 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 fishing world, the professional walleye fishing world is probably a small world. Like they'd have to switch to carp or maybe yeah, bass. It's it's going to have to be a, a whole learning process. Yeah. But it's going to have to have a different name because a quick Google search will be like, yeah, you're yeah. not ever allowed yeah. in our tournament. Yep. Jacob Runyon and Chase Kaminsky. I just wanted to feel the fish. I squeeze the fish. I squeeze the belly, Fisher said. And I immediately felt things in the belly of the fish. Hard objects. He then asked for a knife to open the fish up. And he did so after handing his phone to a friend to capture the video. That was the video. We just see the weights. Is he the guy? Is he the guy who couldn't stop saying fuck? I, yeah. No, I think that might have just been an onlooker. That was that's my favorite guy though. <laughs> fuck yeah! He couldn't think of he couldn't think of anything good to say, so he just kept yeah. saying the same thing. Exactly. The, he, well, he was he was overcome. Like he was just it was like too much energy. He was he was just too much <laughs> adrenaline going. Fuck yeah! Ed, the weights alone totaled 7.58 pounds. It's wait, I don't understand. Like, wouldn't everybody be doing this? If they're, if they check, if they barely ever check, people are putting fucking weights in fish all the time. This is crazy. <laughs> it's madness. So I, Oh, that, this is one of the other things is these guys lost they had to give the money back from another tournament that they won because it's standard procedure after a fishing tournament to take a polygraph test what yes and one of these guys failed the polygraph test on another one that they won runyon who's from cleveland and kaminsky who's from hermitage pa we're coming off a 2021 season in which Runyon once said their winnings totaled more than 300 grand. 
but the but I mean, the the pair also some of saw some of their winnings. Yeah, it's yeah. There's there's big stakes here. Stripped away by a high profile disqualification after one of them failed a tournament's polygraph test. That must have been the old fish one. Lie detector tests have been commonplace for winners at fishing tournaments with large payouts, and the ones at Lake Erie are no exception. But last December, Runyon insisted he and his partner had done nothing wrong, stating our reputation means the world to us and we would never cheat. You know how I know you're cheating? The the girl doth protest too much, Ed. Wow. Well, yeah, yeah, they just they can't go back to life in Shaker Heights or wherever they live. Yeah. With all their winnings. No. No, they're they, pariahs. They have to start a new life. They do. They got to move somewhere else. With and th- this is some good news, Ed. With the pair's results in in the Cleveland contest now thrown out, Steve T Y S Z K O, Steve Polish, and Chris French were declared winners. The rightful winners. French. Yes, Chris French, and. The tournament announced team of the year honors, of course, Ed, instead went to Steve Hendricks and Brian Ulmer. Finally, finally, justice is served. I've been yeah. I've been waiting for Ulmer to get his due. It's, it's time. It's time. You know, he's been coming in second place and he's and the thing is, he's doing it the right way. He's always done it the right mm-hmm. way. Meanwhile, Jacob Runyon and Chase Kaminsky. These fucking guys are cheaters. We're we're going to talk about doing it the right way. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. In a story. Yes. Um, a surprising turn of events. Antonio Brown recently exposed himself to a woman in a Dubai pool. Oh, my God. <laughs> he is, um, he's dead in a year. Antonio Brown does not survive 2023. Mark my words. Yeah, because it it, it has been a. Uh, increasing downward spiral circling the drain. Like he took off his, was that last season? He took off his shirt in the his, his, his uh, Jersey in the middle of the game. Yeah. Yeah. That was last like, season. Graded. Yeah. Yeah. Like these, these are the types of things that just, I mean, you're also, you're doing this in Dubai. I don't, I don't Bad know idea. if you want to be bad idea. There's I mean, no rules over there. They'll cut that fucking thing off, especially, especially if once they see the size of it compared yeah. to theirs. Because look, it's blurred out. I'll, 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 I'm gonna fully it's come. A big blur. It's yeah. a big blur. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna fully come clean here. The video of of. Antonio almost said Cromartie. I don't want to sully the great Antonio Cromartie's name. Antonio Brown stroking his penis publicly in a pool. It's blurred. His his dick and hand are blurred out. But what I will say is his his hand is quite a distance from his body. You, you know how we were talking last week about Favre's hand being too much in the picture? Well, when you're working with a lot your hand doesn't really have to factor into. No, it's when you're no. small, when yeah. you're, when yes. you're small, you, you shouldn't have too much hand in the picture because it, it really looks bad to scale. But Cromartie's hand is very much yes. in the 
the screen and yes. it doesn't matter. Yeah, like you'll ne- a lot. Yeah, you'll never see a picture of my dong. And many people have, unfortunately, with my hand in it for scale. Antonio yeah. Brown, his hand his hand in it for scale makes you just go, you can't even see his dick. You go, this guy's got a huge fucking dick because his hand is so far away from his body in the picture. I mean, he, he was, he was admiring it just like the world in this, in this setting in the pool. He's like, man, I'm looking huge right now. I'm getting this thing out. Oh yeah. So I, that's why I had to play the daily's choice. Cause I'm like, well, it has to exist that there's, that the unblurred version of this is around. And I, and I did, I did, I did Antonio Brown, NSFW. I did Antonio Brown, unblurred, not even a word. I did Tony. This is is Dubai. Uncensored. Yes. I looked everywhere. Luckily, look at that blurry. Yes. Luckily, there are other pictures of Antonio Brown. Look, he's, he's let, he's, He's been not me too. There's pictures of his dong out there from a previous issue. And the man is he's put together. There's a reason he got that thing out and flopped it around in the pool and started helicoptering it at people because he's he's got an aggressive level of dick. It's a lot of fucking dick. Oh, I stumbled upon Jim Brown, which is not for Jim Brown. Oh, is that Jim Brown penis? Yeah, he's not work. I mean, he's not oh, erect. Look it up here. Is it well? If Jim Jim, Jim Brown's not packing, that's probably why he throws oh, women yeah, off balconies. This, no, this yeah, this angle actually it looks very huge. There's oh, one okay. angle doesn't yeah. look good, and then another it looks huge. Great. Oh, legendary the NFL legend Jim Brown naked. Oh my God! I'm going on to a website called Cum C U M. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. on the hot penis project yeah he's uh, jim, jim brown is working with something here he did there like one angle yeah. the street on it yeah. didn't look so good and then you see others and you're like oh my god yeah he did like a, he did like a gq he's got a little bit of a sante shanko going for him here i mean he's not he's not erect and he is oh my god yeah. this yeah. can't be real yeah santonio holmes oh i think i remember that one <laughs> No. God. no. Oh, he's he's kind of oh, in the shower, God. right? He's kinda, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the biggest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. San, San Antonio uh, Holmes uh. has the biggest penis in NFL history. <laughs> oh my God! Wow, wow. You know, this wait this website <laughs> this website that I'm on, Ed. Oh, hold on. Oh no, it's the whoa. <laughs> this one that I'm on. This is like some British website. It appears to have your. NFL star Brandon Spikes leaked nude pics. This is the guy whose dong you saw at a urinal one time. I've, I've seen it. Yeah, you've seen it. He was up close. I've per- seen it. Yeah, I was three feet from that thing. Yeah. Two feet from it. <laughs> oh wow! Up close and personal. Well, anyway, Antonio Brown is he's. Look, I mean, look. yeah, I, he's he's big, but. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, now after seeing Santonio Holmes, yeah. I'm not going to be able to sleep after seeing this thing. This Antonio Brown, when he takes his own life sometime before December 31st, 2023, was is somebody going to send a bill to the old perfect? Yeah, Vontez Perfect. 
because he did this to the guy. He did. He made he this guy this way. He's on the cover of Vadden. Everything was the yes. world was his oyster. It, it all switched. Then, Went over the middle. Never the same again. R.I.P. Uh, soon. <laughs> uh, staying with people who expose themselves, uh, Brett Favre, his foundation, which was aimed at helping children and cancer patients, also gave funds to the University of Southern Mississippi Athletics. So what is the he's deal? been run. He's been running all kinds of scams for. What are they? Are they the Golden Eagles? They're, Who fucking knows? Nobody knows. It's a small college in Mississippi. And also, he's rich. Yeah. So make a donation, you cheap fuck. Yeah, just if he just donated his Wrangler proceeds. Yes. He would have buildings named after He's him. probably got all sorts of fucking local commercial deals, too. He's got endorsements up the fucking in, up his Wranglers. And but it, he did. Yeah. I saw he did hire Trump's lawyer, so he sh- he should be in good shape. Oh, the um, the um, I don't know Sydney Wicks. No, Sydney <laughs> Sydney Powell. Oh, Powell, yeah. I don't Rudy think he hired her. Rudy needs to work. But yeah, Rudy, Rudy. I, I I'm not. I'm not into like when people make their teeth too white. But Rudy's got to do something. <laughs> well, it's the the hair die bleeds onto the teeth plus he's drinking all those pepsis so yeah that'll do it yeah he really looks like shit yeah he never looked good um no he was a bad looking man yeah he's ugly but but why dye your hair why like he couldn't even bother to get his indian corn teeth fixed and he's going to dye his hair? Yeah. Who cares? He's got barely any hair. You know, he's right. he looks like, he looks like, who was that, um, the writer for the Sporting News, Frank DeFord, who looked like Can't Count Chocolate, oh, R.I.P.? Nos- yeah. <laughs> Nosferatu. Yes. Nosferatu. Yeah. He's, he's, Rudy looks like Frank DeFord's much uglier second cousin. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Tony LaRussa is retiring from baseball, leaving behind a legacy of games that lasted way too long. How did he ever get brought back? Yeah, I mean, isn't he, isn't he like late 70s, mid 70s, and they hired him to to manage the White Sox, and inevitably they fell apart? Yeah, the guy thinks he invented baseball, and then he starts intentionally walking guys with two strikes left and right. Because he's so smart. Oh, no. that. Yeah. It wasn't like if it happened one time and you'd be like, all right, that was just a weird, yeah. terrible yeah. decision. He yeah. did it again. Yeah. And they, and they try to call him on it. They're like, say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. He's like, do you know what Trey Turner does with two strikes? Yeah, uh, much worse than he does with every other count with fewer strikes in it. Yeah. Just right. like Just every other hitter in baseball. Numbers. Look yeah. at numbers. 
Do you think he did that? Do you think he did that thing where he just stood up and said, I have a law degree every time somebody questioned his, he's like, actually I have a law degree. <laughs> I've my Juris doctorate. So like, Hey, you know, no big deal, but I'm, I'm pretty smart. It is, it is interesting that they would bring in an old guy. Cause I, I made a tweet this weekend about how every NFL coach looks like a fraternity date rapist these days. Cause it's all like, they've, they do. they've all right. hired the same guy. Right to McVay, be the yeah, Shan- Kyle yeah, Shanahan, yeah. Uh, Staley, like all these young guys, you know, they're it's it's a new wave. They're doing it. They're doing it different. These guys are more tuned in to how things are done now. Baseball is the same. Why would you get some fucking ancient codger to run yeah. your team if you're trying to be competitive? It's crazy. Right. Nobody who managed Carney Lansford should be managing today. <laughs> Good point. Uh, ESPN was flooded with complaints over the last couple of weeks after cutting away from live sporting events, mainly college football, to air Aaron Judge at bats as he chased to be the eighth best home run hitter in a single season. Oh, not according to Jay Stu. I saw his, what is, his tweet. Where is Jay Stu coming from with this? I saw, I saw Barry Bonds and Sosa and yeah. McGuire. I saw all it's, those yeah. records fall. Yeah, With, uh, I mean, Mark McGuire hit seventy. He thinks he thinks yeah. that doesn't count. But what's his name does? Uh, Judge? Is he? Yeah. Does he I think saw, modern like, baseball? Tweeting it was like it was like Aaron's Judge ties the AL record, and he goes. And he tweeted, you mean the Major League Baseball record? What is he talking about? What? 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 Uh, where does he's? I'm extremely confused. Uh, did, I mean, I, I was at the Yankee-Oreo game on Friday night. Did you, bring and, your, did you bring your glove? Oh, my God. I was in, coincidentally, I was in center field, and I was around people wearing gloves, and I'm like, if he hits this, this will be the longest home run of his career by 40 feet. Like we were dead center. Yeah. Well, that's when you start climbing on top of people. He's not going to hit it to us. It would be, it would be one of the longest shots in Yankee stadium history. Yeah. Um, Also, you got to bare hand that like Kevin Mitchell, you don't fucking, you don't try to glove it. Of course. Of course. You have to give it back. If, if you catch it with your glove, you got to give it back. Um, But it was crazy how many people were talking about like that there was a major league record on the line because the Yankees at that point had nothing to play for. Um, and the Orioles had a, the slightest sliver of hope at that point. Yeah. Um, but everybody, w- I mean, the stadium was buzzing like game seven of a playoff series because everybody's thinking that there was a record on the line. And it wasn't. And I saw tonight he finally hit 62. But like. Oh, he did. Yeah, he just did. Yeah. Half hour ago. Um, But I mean, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. But. He also, even if he's not taking illegal steroids, he's taking supplements that had not been created during the time of Roger Maris. They got better shit. Like, Like, like he he's he's. He's going to be way more chemically advanced than we were 20 years ago. Even even so, and even if and, and McGuire took something that was legal at the time. Yeah. Andro was legal. Andro. 
the even if even if Aaron Judge is not on Diana Ball or Trend Trend Balone, I'm saying if he's whatever. not on anything, yeah. he's on shit you that yeah. chemists came up with, yeah, to maximize every muscle and recovery and yes, he probably does. He probably rubs that testosterone cream on his balls here and there, you know, just to just so he can lift more and get stronger. And it's like, that's just technology. That's not cheating. That's just getting better. They're, they're just better at shit. Now guys are stronger. They're bigger. Fucking. He's like six, nine. I will say I'm. Yeah. I'm go ahead. Okay. Why are we getting Roger Maris's son to weigh in on this concept? Like it's like, like somebody sets the save record and they don't go. Where's Lee Smith jr. <laughs> We need his opinion. I don't give a fuck about some guy who was related to a guy. I don't give a shit. It's true. And they keep asking, is this yeah. the real record? Like, yes. what? And, yeah. and Roger Maris Jr. at this point is like a guy who's like 70 himself or 60. Yeah, he's an old man. You know, <laughs> the whole yeah, the whole so thing dumb. is weird. But so like, dumb. but then ESPN, if you're watching college football, yeah. You're not on pins and needles about Aaron Judge's home run chase. Yeah, yeah. Well, can't they do can't they do like the OJ chase where they put it in the corner? Well, I can tell you. Yeah. As well, a Knicks as a Knicks fan, <laughs> I'm 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 in New Jersey yes. watching that yeah. game. Yeah. And yeah. at some point they cut away altogether to watch the OJ chase. They did. And I was like, yeah. my fucking team the is finals. in the goddamn finals. Yeah. Like it was already clear OJ did it. So the chase is happening. Like, let us know during timeouts or something. But like, I, I, there's, there's 70 other channels for me to watch OJ chase. And we're watching a fucking Bronco while the Knicks were actually winning that game. Counter programming. Um, like every other like, channel's got the chase, but we'll do the chase just in the corner while the game's on. Your ratings aren't going to plummet if you don't have fucking Aaron judge. And by the way, college football gets way better ratings yeah, during the regular season yeah. than the the World Series. Right. Yeah. Nobody wants the cutaway yeah. from an SEC game yeah. to fucking Aaron Judge walking. Yeah. Put it in striking the out. Put it in the corner. Don't put it in the corner. Oh, don't. Yeah, I mean, don't it, put it in the corner. Let us know at halftime. Have it on That'd the. That'd be great. Have it on the MLB network. Yes. There you go. Fucking ridiculous. Yes. Uh, a grow. Uh, by the way, the the Aaron Judge sixty first ball. A guy brought his glove. Yeah, and yeah. it kind of bounced right in front of him wearing his glove. And this is a grown man. His name is Frankie Lasagna. Well, I and mean, he 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 barely missed Aaron Judge's sixty first home run. I mean, is Frankie he, Lasagna. Come on, come on. Ayo. Is he? I mean, maybe he's a member of a social club. Maybe, maybe he's done some things in his life, Ed, that he doesn't. It would be best that we not we know his government that. name. Yeah, <laughs> we don't talk about yeah. you. You guys better better cut it out. <laughs> Frankie Lazar, but so he, but he's got the ball. But the sixty-two. Also, nobody's given paying big money for these ball. Everyone's like, this could be two million dollars. No. The the whole the, the whole Maguire Sosa thing it was just one guy bidding against himself the whole time. I told the the guys next to us because there was a standing offer two million dollars for the sixty second ball from, from Todd McFarland. I don't, I don't probably yeah. him. Yeah. Um, 
I was there with a few guys, like a friend and then some of his friends. And I said, I declared to those guys, I was like, if one of us gets the ball, if one of us is in position, the others need to like box out. Yeah. Yeah. And we split it, but we also agree to, we also agree to sell it tomorrow morning because he could hit 63 the next day. And then what does 62 matter? Yeah. And it, yeah. And that two, that two million is that's that's the top offer. It's not going to be worth more than that. It just isn't. You no. remember NFTs? Sell it in the morning. Yes. Sell, sell it, it immediately. Sell it. Sell it. Of course, it would have been a 520 foot shot. So it yeah. wasn't going to happen. Hey. But dare to dream. Um, also, I'd had a lot of beer. Um Pro-life Herschel Walker uh, came out that he paid for his girlfriend ab- girlfriend's abortion 10 years ago. Also, his son Christian is busy blasting his dad on Twitter for being an abusive nightmare to his mom and said they had to move six times in six years to get away from him. It's- Walker, Walker denies all wrongdoing, except in cases where he does admit that he's done something. Well, yeah, because he's like, when his son was like, hey, remember when you held an, a razor to mom's throat? and a gun to her head he's like oh, he's like hold on he goes mental health I, I have disassociative disorder so i don't remember that actually if you're asking if i remember that i've disassociated then, from the time that i held a razor to your mom's throat only the good times i remember all the georgia highlights yeah. that's what i remember i love that it's georgia like you run a Republican in Georgia. It's a slam dunk unless you get a guy that paid for an abortion and then sent a get well soon card to the woman who's who he, he impregnated and then told her to I think abort he's still it. in the lead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He might still win. Yeah. But uh, yeah. but he's it. It's it's one of the sadder puppets. Yeah. I mean, I thought Tommy Tuberville was yeah. was like the worst college football related prop, but yeah. Herschel. Yeah. Herschel it's because he's got like, he didn't get perfect, but that first year in the uh, NFL or USFL, he had like, he was averaging like 50 yeah. something carries a game. He was yeah. dude, getting a lot of direct shots to the head. And then let's not forget as a Dallas Cowboy and Minnesota Viking, he returned punts. So like, yeah. you know, He's th- there's been a lot of head trauma to this guy, Herschel. And then and then after a life full of football, when he was in his 40s, then he started MMA. So yeah. he, he continued with yeah. contact to his head. He was he was actually pretty good at MMA, too. Like, guy's a great athlete. Remember that whole thing where he's like, yeah, yeah I do fifteen hundred push ups and two thousand sit ups a day. Right. Yeah, he's pretty. But fit. he's also He's also bit it built like somebody like I mean yeah. I, when I when I was a kid I was like maybe I should just do lots of push ups and sit ups and then, yeah yeah <laughs> I was like yeah but I'm still not Herschel Walker that's an unreal athlete but really he's yeah. he's bottom of the barrel yeah. I mean there's got to be some other college football related guy yeah yeah you know somebody yeah, somebody Josh Murray or Aaron Murray just get anybody. Yeah, I mean, geez. Yeah. Anyway, DJ Shockley. There you go. Georgia quarterback. That's a guy. There you go. Um, oof, where's Yuba City, California? I believe that's like kind of in the middle, um, like the Bakersfield area, like dry, shitty, 
meth like ba- baskets yeah yes yeah uh, baskets area yeah, yeah i think that area. i'll have to google well well the uh, high school in yuba city california had a mock slave auction which prompted the high school to forfeit their football season so play white players were having a mock slave auction of the black players on the team so, okay I got a couple things here. First of all, I was way wrong about Yuba City. It's up there. It's up up there in um, gold mining, way up at the top. Okay. Gold. It's gold country. Yuba City near Sutter's Mill, near uh, near the Oregon border. Now, here's another thing. When I was in high school, every year at my high school, every year, it was like a tradition. Towards the end of the year, at lunch, they would have a slave auction, and then you would. Are you fucking serious? I swear to God. And then you would buy, you would buy a person, right? And then that person was your slave for the entire next day. And so then they would like carry your books, or you could make them do players. Well, we didn't have any black people at my high school, but if assuming we did, then yes. But yeah, it was just people. They would just auction people. And then it wasn't just, it wasn't football players. It was anybody. It was like to raise money for clubs and stuff. So you would get auctioned. I mean, I've, had, I've, I've seen like the rent a person for, yeah, I guess, I guess. But this was, they, the, they were doing this skit as a, a whites versus blacks thing. Yeah. This y- was, y- no, it's insane. It's insane. But Yuba City, now it should be noted that Yuba City, it's it's probably still like 1870 there. Um not that that not that that not that that makes it okay, but I, I just don't think they're privy to the modern world up in that area. I don't they don't have like also, newspapers and stuff. They were owned five already. So <laughs> I, yeah, well well maybe. I remember yeah. I remember being really pissed off. Because well, I think when I was a junior, we were having a rough season and we at least knew we were about to play a team that sucked. And then they forfeited because they said we had too many injuries, so we can't play. Yeah. I was like, well, that was the game that would have been fun because we were we going to win won. anyway. Yeah, we yeah. So we won by a forfeit. <laughs> so kind, really of bullshit. kind of bullshit. Uh, OK, yeah. let's do some voicemails. He's so easy to hate Your time he likes to waste His calls are far from great His calls are far from great He's such a stupid fuck He seems down on his luck His voicemails really suck His voicemails really suck No one's enjoying him He's so annoying Plus so fucking boring And worthless But he's got nothing else to do And he's even worse than ish Ish, 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 ish His thoughts are useless shit, 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 shit He's fat and got big tin, 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 tin Let's knock out a couple voice mails here, Ed Beginning with Shadow Family Guy Yes Ballers, I'd, uh, I'd like to issue a quick uh, uh, correction. When I called about the yell leaders and, and saying they all making fun of them because you thought they were gay, I didn't mean that they gay and they're like homosexual. Yes, I yes. Mean, like, 
oh, it's gay. Like, fair, fair. Making fun of me, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you can't really say that anymore. I get it, but you know, you know what I mean. We don't judge. Uh, anyway, I don't want to yeah. clear that up. Uh, secondly, uh, Brian, could you give a non-podcast people that don't pay for podcasts a comprehensive review? Of what's in the bonus content? Is it just extra stories, or yep, you, you get know, is there other stuff? I don't know. Give me, give us a little bit of a better review. You're, Thank you. You're gonna have to Thanks drop. You're gonna have to drop five bucks. Put five so, bucks on it. Well, you got five on it. What I would say is our show is pretty equally weighted sports and non-sports, or maybe a little extra non-sports to sports, and we usually cut it off. After yeah. the first first or second non-sports story. So it's like a half a show. And yeah. then you hear with like movies and stuff, we just yeah. cut it off yeah. halfway through the movie. And it's like, you know, like, look, I didn't expect us to go down a long rabbit hole about fishing, about cheating and fishing tournaments earlier. Or I didn't I didn't expect us to to connect over 1990s porno actor with a curve. Dick curved up, by the way. <laughs> it just was too much of a curve. Yeah, I mean, there's a natural yeah. curve to lots lots of people, yeah. but this was like a yeah. This was like a jug handle. Yeah, this was yeah. something. Was and, and we all know, we all know, and we none of us and nobody liked when when a porno. And back then, Mark Wallace actor. Back then, what? You know, now, oh, no, this is, no, there's actually a real actor called Mark Wallace. Oh, he better, somebody better not tell him about the porno guy. Maybe, maybe I got the name wrong. Hold on. Now I'm looking at him. Oh, you are. And pornographic actor. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's 63. Well, yeah. I mean, he was doing work in the 80s and 90s. Oh, he tested HIV uh, positive in 98. Uh, he hid his positive status uh, no. for two years. Oh. And infected four women, sending shockwaves through the porn uh, industry. Wait, you you mean to tell me that a guy that made his living as a porno actor was not a good guy? He made 1,700 films. That's a lot. And he was inducted in both the AVN and XRCO Hall of Fame. I don't even know. How can XRCO. you be in the Hall of Fame if you gave people HIV? I have a feeling that ceremony came before 98. <laughs> oh, good point. <laughs> the point is, what? oh, he yeah. was he he won the ninety. Wait a second, yeah, not, yeah. so in ninety yeah. he won the AVN best group sex scene video for Gangbangs two. Oof. In ninety two, XRCO best actor for House of Sleeping Beauties. Ninety three, best group sex scene video for Realities two. 93 XRCO male performer of the year and yeah. 98 best couple sexy film for red vibe diaries. Everything was cu- turning up. Yeah. Mark Wallace. And then in 98, the bombshell. Yeah. That's he a, was, that's, he was handing out HIV. Yeah. That's a tough one. Now, hold on. Let's turn this. Do I got safe search on here? Because I need to see what this guy's penis looks like because it was very curved. Up, as I recall, Mark Wallace porn. He doesn't look so good. Porn. Yeah, oh, God. No. Oh, oh, oh. oh. 
Oh. Oh, he did some gay stuff. I'm seeing a lot of gay stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's him with dudes. Yep. Oh, oh here he is, though. And uh, this is he kind of had he kind of had the mullet ponytail. So it was like kind of had some bangs that would flop out the front of the pony. He had really. Oh, it's got a real curve very, to it. Oh, this is a very, good one. Yeah. Very flexible. Yeah. It's a real it's a real. How about this movie? Erotica Jones. Oh, yeah. This is clearly in Indiana. Oh, oh yeah. Remember? Those were those were remember? big. That was big in the 90s. The the porno um Par- parodies. Yeah, the porn the porn the porno parodies were big back then. That was the that was like a whole like that was like most porns. Yeah. Were were porno parody. Like that's that's what would be in the theater or not in the theater in the back of the Asian VHS store rental store. So listen, basically listen for the beads. Yeah. Basically like guy whose dad had a shadow family and has, has quietly become one of the best voicemailers to the show. I think we can all agree. He's a great voicemailer. Yeah, I, I'd like to think of him as Charles Carroll Jr. Yeah. Charles Carroll Jr. That's his name. Good point. That's, that's what I think of. Him. Yes, absolutely. It's, you never know where we're going to go. It's just, you know, a lot of times we talk for a couple of hours here and we some of it we put behind a paywall. It's not, we don't pick and choose what we're going to put behind the paywall. It's just kind of like we go, oh, this is enough for free. And if you want to hear the whole thing, just give us five bucks, please. Thank you for that. Here's another one. Hey, Brian, Ed, it's Dave in Salt Lake. Hey, I want to hit on two quick things great from the guy. past. Another great uh, guy. The chip thing, I think you can't go wrong. First of all, you're right. Barbecue potato chips are absolutely disgusting. Disgusting. And just to catch... they really gross. They're really gross. Just to catch the listeners up, we were talking about chips and what our favorite kinds of chips are, and barbecue is that's the bottom of the barrel. A good salt oh, and vinegar. You a or a good, uh, oh, you did? Uh, oh, is it Mark Wallace's I, penis? <laughs> no, but this weekend, our discussion of chips got me in the mood. Oh, and I, dipsy I deuce. walked by the chip... I, I walked by the chips aisle and I was like, I'm getting some dipsy doodles yeah. made by made by wise. Oh, I love it. No, I love it. We know we love off brand chips here. We love craft chips. And that's what David's talking about. Uh, anything that's uh, kettle like the uh, Cape Cod potato chips. Yeah, those the, are good. Yep. The kettle potato yeah. chips are really, really good. They're but more also, crunchy. it's not. Well, they actually look like a potato. Right. It's I'm. I've been to the Cape Cod a factory. Oh, I had time to kill before before it ferried in Nantucket, and I, I was like, "Let's go!" I bet it Pack smells up, delicious. Family. We're going. It was great. Yeah, I bet it smells fantastic. A potato chip, but Cheetos has now their own popcorn same section, and they have a jalapeno cheddar. You cannot go wrong. You cannot stop at one bag. Also, uh, Manuel and Garcia. Well, he was just getting to something really good there. Obviously, I didn't mean to cut him off. We'll get back to that. But I, um, I when I, when I'm talking about how most like corporate big brand chips are bullshit, and I and I stand by that. Obviously, I exempt Cheetos from that because Cheetos are fantastic. Yeah, there there's there's something gross about them, and I love them. Yes, absolutely. Them. And there is a there's a famous picture of 
Michael Sarah eating a bag of Cheetos with chopsticks so he doesn't get the Cheetos on his fingers and it's like supposedly like a douchey picture. I have adopted that. I kind of respect it. Yeah, if I'm going to eat Cheetos or Takis or anything that gets on the fingers, I'll just reach in the drawer and grab out a chopsticks and I'll just go to town with the chopsticks and keep my fingers clean. It's actually a genius move. It's a genius move. I don't know what David's talking about with the Cheetos flavored popcorn. I've never never heard of this. No, this sounds like a regional snack. I don't. Sounds intriguing. No, I would definitely eat it because you know, back in the '90s when I was watching a lot of Mark Wallace movies and also smoking a lot of weed, I would go into the liquor store and I would get a Snapple peach iced tea and I would get some Smart Food that uh, cheesy popcorn. And I thought it was yeah. fantastic. And I, I'd be up for some new flavored popcorn things. Definitely. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Definitely. very good. Virginia, he did let us know. I got to give him some credit. I had no idea, like Ed, that that fan in the bathroom, what the f*** does it do? It's a fart fan. I didn't know for 48 years it's a fart oh fan. Jesus. And David, lastly, I wanted David. to do a... Uh, what, what did you think it was for? <laughs> it's an exhaust fan. It's to It's for smells, David. But I don't know if it does so much for smells. It's probably no- more noise important. Than- it, it is. And also, um, it's if you're if there's like no window in there, but there's a shower, then you could get mold. So you got to have that fan to to right. blow out all the moisture. OK, it's a moisture fan, David. It's not the yeah, thing you just said. Moisture <laughs> fan. Exhaust well, no, fan. It, it, it is a mandatory thing in apartments. Yeah. I don't know about houses, but it is. you have to, because when we sold our last apartment, uh, the fan w- was not up to code or yeah. something. You had, had to get, get a get bigger a, one. I got to replace the fan yep. because, it, yeah, it has to do with mold and exactly. stuff like that. That's right. Daily Double, um, Goodwill Hunting Edition. Is it uh, Ben Affleck or is it Matt Damon? Is it Batman or is it Jason Bourne? I want to know, Ed. And guys, give me the info. I got to send you these uh, king size peanut butter salted uh, nut rolls. They're fucking top. Oh, I'm, oh, Take oh care, guys. I'll See send you. you our addresses, buddy. I'll just, Ed. I'm on that. Don't worry about that. And uh, thank you. But now, now you got some work to do. Davy's choice. It's the choice I make. Davy's choice. Watch me shiver while you shake. Ed. You walk into a bathroom on your left, Ben Affleck on your right, Matt Damon. They leave one urinal between them to dispel the persistent rumor that they are actually gay lovers. You, you sidle up in between. Who's cocky catching a peek of? So I, I've definitely enjoyed Matt Damon's career, and anytime he has a movie coming coming out, I will get, hey, you know who you look like? And it's yep. whenever he has a movie coming out, and yep. I get Matt Damon. So I've just been hearing about him my whole life, so maybe there's a fondness for you. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm not quite as goofy looking, or maybe just Matt Damon's yeah. really goofy looking. Yeah, no. But anyway, I like Matt Damon, and I, I think great actor. probably... Aside from We Bought a Zoo, for the most part, I like his movies. Um, and Affleck, I like lots of his movies, but a l- lower percentage yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, 
That being said, I think he's a bigger dude and he's working with more and he's got that sad back tattoo yeah. and he looks sad. Phoenix cigarettes. Yeah. And that's a penis that's that's done some work. It's true. I mean, he got Radikowski. I, I, I think I think Matt Matt Damon has done nice work in his life, but he got Radikowski, he got Anna de Armas, yeah. and obviously J Lo. Like, yeah, and he's a bigger dude. And he's and, like six so three. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm going for Affleck for sure. Yeah, he kind of gave us a glimpse of it in that Gone Girl yeah. movie, and right. it was and it was right. shiny and it looked pretty fat. You know, it's yeah. It looked pretty good. I yeah. would, I would definitely want to see what what's doing. It, that's a tough. I mean, great. Not since Will Chamberlain and Andre the Giant. Like that is a tough daily's choice because you'd like to see them both. You know, it's like Damon. Sure. Damon, great fucking actor, handsome dude. You know, you would be nice to see what he's packing there. But a fleck. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of swirling rumors about him, not necessarily about his penis, but there's a, you know, there's a lot of intrigue is the word I'm looking for there with yeah. Ben Affleck. So yeah, that's, you're going to end up checking out Ben Affleck and that's it, but it's a, yeah. it's a tough daily's choice. Yeah, it's a good one. Thanks for that, David. I'll, I'll get you the addresses. Here's uh here's another one. Hey, Baldur's Ben down six here. Uh, and last week's episode, Ed was talking a little bit about some, uh, cheerleaders uh, doing a block that kick cheer uh, when the team is going for two. Yep. Um, and he's playing D-line. It kind of sets some confusion amongst the crowd and amongst the players. Um, and it's well-documented. I'm from the UP, uh, up in Michigan, Uper here. Um, and one of the things that happens, and I know we really like to talk regionally, so this is kind of a good right up our alley uh, for the show, but one of the things that happens when you make high school playoffs uh, for football, usually you end up playing at least one team um, in the UP uh, before you start oh, yeah, playing you do. from what we say is downstate or the lower peninsula of Michigan. Right. Sure. Downstate. And one year. I love uh, it. Me I too. I call our cheerleaders as we were playing uh, our first uh, playoff game uh, against the team in the UP starting to cheer a uh, pretty, uh, pretty normal cheer for us when we, when we do get in the playoffs, it kind of comes out, but uh, it's a cheer that they say uh, UP power. And you kind of just say that through the crowd and kind of it ramps and builds. Ooh, um, but we were close. saying it uh, our cheerleaders led our fans to say it uh, when we were playing another team from the UP, which caused <laughs> everybody on the field to do kind of what Ed yeah. did, uh, turn around and try to yell to your uh, cheerleaders to shut the hell up because it made no sense to be doing that cheer. And, and honestly, um, it, as I think back on it, it was pretty much every year. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, keep up the good work. Bye. I mean, that's not that's not even that bad. I remember them doing the cheerleaders doing defense, defense, attack, push them back, push them back. And we're like, we have the ball. We're not we're not on defense. <laughs> This is offense. And my daughter, who is who's a cheerleader now, says that sometimes the girls will accidentally like cheer when something that actually bad happened to the team. Like, it's, look, it's if you never watched football before, it could be confusing. You got you got to kind of learn football. I understand. Well, and, and they have their backs to the field. Yeah. So it's really up to the captain or yeah. whoever 
the coach. Like, All right, we're going to do this. So yeah. you're pretty much relying on one person to tell you what to be cheering. Yeah. No, totally. Because they're aren't they supposed to just face the crowd the whole time? I don't know. Well, so no. I mean, that's how it used to be. But now they stand on a box and they kind of watch the game. And then if something happens, they kind of like cheer towards the field. And then sometimes they turn around and cheer towards the crowd. So it's kind of back and forth. Okay, one more. Hey, boys. Hope everything's going well. LSU. I mean, Charles Curral Jr. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Actually... Charles Carroll Jr. has a pretty nice. He's got a great voice. Then da- then voice. then Bray comes in here and he's six feet eight. He's got that timber. Yeah, then, he does. Then nine oh six comes through. It's like my balls have been tingling this whole time. And that yeah. and that, then we wrap it up with the fucking big hitter, the the cleanup hitter, LSU La 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 with the hammer. Yeah, he brings it because he's got the he's he, he's he's deep. But he's also got got the draw, you know. He talks a little yeah. slow. Yeah. He knows what he's doing, you know. It's like he's he's learned how to ear fuck us with that voice of his. Uh, yep, great to hear from Manuel. Uh, glad he got over the monkeypox. It didn't take him out. <laughs> uh, he still sounds like shit, but at least he's alive. So it's good to hear. Um, the the reason I'm calling though is our dear friend. Dolomite went camping this past weekend and I'm trying to figure out if he went camping in the woods or if he was camping out for tickets or to be first in line to go see Billy Eichner's movie Bros. Uh, That that was a, a rumor I heard. I just hoping I can get some clarification and find out what exactly happened with Dola this past weekend. So you're saying he's Dola may have been euphemistically camping, like camping in the sense that he was waiting for a big event, not, not the outdoor, not living outdoors for a weekend. So I love Billy on the street. I I, I, I find him hilarious. That trailer just didn't work for me. Yeah. I, I know it was a big disappointment. Yeah. And it's like, I definitely would see if it seemed to be a funny. Sure. Uh, gay rom-com. Yeah. Like, I, it, like I definitely would have gone. Uh, but I just, it, it, this look very generic. Like, Hey, these, these two people are, they're, they're not totally compatible. And, they're gonna find a way. It. I don't know. It just yeah. didn't look very good. Sounds. I, so I didn't. I haven't seen the trailer, but it sounds like you're saying it. It seems a bit broad. Yeah, it's like, yeah. hey, this guy is more. He's more broy kind of gay guy, and Billy Eichner is who who you know Billy Eichner to be. And so it's like, oh, he's too. Um, he's too pretty for me, or you know, like that kind of thing. Like it. It just feels like very generic rom-com-ish. Uh, yeah. I no, I get it. I, I didn't see it. it, but like I wasn't, comp- I see tons of movies. Yeah. And I was not compelled to see that no, one. It's a, it's a big ask to get somebody to go out and see a movie these days. It just is like, it's just not what it used to be. And people aren't just going and seeing everything that's in the theater. So you gotta, you know, you gotta bring the heat if you want to attract people 
besides Dolomite to come see your brand new movie. Apparently he hung out for that. Okay. Here's a, here's a couple of email. Oh, I meant to send this a few weeks ago, but it was hung up in my drafts. Ballers. Texas A&M is the worst. (laughs) If I have a gun and two bullets while trapped in a room with Hitler, Stalin, and the Texas A&M mascot, Reveille, I'm shooting the dog twice? Sincerely, sincerely, John, the baller lifestyle military analyst. So thank you for that, John. Wow. I Uh, I gotta say, of all, it's a collie. Oh it, no! Like Lassie's, it's the saddest of all the 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 live mascots. Yeah, well, that's it's just an unimposing dog. dog. Yeah, dog. yeah. <laughs> it's just somebody's dog. It's, and I know, yeah. I know that we'll be accused of trying to cancel them for their conservative values, but really, it's just yeah. it doesn't. The whole vibe of the 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 like collie and yeah. the yell. Yeah. It's just not it's not cool. It's just not it's especially when you're when you're when you're living high stepping. Yeah, when you're living when you're high stepping in the very long shadow of the Texas Longhorns and Bevo the Bull. Like yeah. like you got a you got a collie called Reveille and they got a fucking Longhorn steer. Wait, it might it not just be a looks steer. Like somebody's yeah. pretty dog. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's oh, a nice a dog. No, they're smart dogs. Who's a good girl? Yeah, look, 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 <laughs> look. If I'm trapped in a well and you tell me, "Hey, we got Bevo or we got Reveille that can help you out," you're down. Bevo is going to do nothing. It's going to stare. You're down. You're down here in the bottom of a well. Who do you want to? Who? Which? Which mascot would you rather have come over? I, I'm going to pick Reveille every time. Hundred percent of the time, yeah. it's going to be revelation. Hundred percent of the time, yeah. I Bevo's not going to the cops and be like, "No, yeah, he's not doing shit." <laughs> no, he's just going to stare, get chew the cud. <sighs> exactly, that's what he do. Okay, here's another one. Hey, Bri, I'm in your neck of the woods. Family vacated Disneyland. Went to Laguna Beach yesterday. It's so pretty out here. My question is, did you see? Wait, my question is this, listener. Did you see the um did you see two people dressed as mer people with a with <laughs> filming themselves with a drone because that's the last that's what I saw last time I was in Laguna Beach. Uh was oh my question is what's up with all these motorcyclists driving in between the cars? Almost hit some ga- some gang biker from the Mongols. <laughs> Every time traffic is backed up on the interstate, I'm hoping it's because one of those assholes got hit. Oh, yeah. Saw Manuel serving soft pretzels at Disneyland the other day. He really is a jack of all blue collar trades. Later, bitches. That's from I believe that's from Wayne, our hardest listener. I don't I don't I didn't realize that I used to work for the Motorcycle Safety Foundation. And it's what, what is that? Exactly what like, I just said. It's, it's, a, it's a it's a trade group. It's a trade group made up by all the motorcycle manufacturers to promote high, high safety. Teens. Yes, yeah. Hi, oh, teens. Yeah. When we get on a bike, safety first. Wear your helmet. So in ca- in, you know? in California, you can go. Ev- you can go 
on a weekend and spend a whole day Saturday and a whole day Sunday learning how to ride a motorcycle and get your motorcycle license. And they have that program in a lot of states and the manufacturers are the ones because they want you to buy motorcycles. But I will say this. California is the only state of the 50 where it's where it's legal to split lanes. Now. I don't. I, th- I, I find yeah. it very tedious. It is. When yeah, you're in traffic. Yeah, it's, they come up are- and they're loud. And if you're not used to it, it could be a lot. They're only supposed to go be be able to go 15 miles an hour pat above this of uh, above the rate of the rest of the traffic is the rule. So if you're stopped, technically they're only supposed to be going 15 miles an hour, and real and they're going by you going 60. So yeah, it is a little. You know, it takes some getting used to. And look, Wayne is not alone because people will open their doors. They will throw shit out of the cars. People do not like the motorcyclists splitting lanes. And it's always between the carpool, you know, the number one and two lanes. So that's just it's a California thing. Common. My big problem with motorcyclists is yeah. the main drag in Hoboken. Oh yeah. There are a lot Allowed. of outdoor, outdoor restaurants. Yes. And yes. they'll go up and down the main drag. It'll be like a Friday night at oh, seven. Yeah. And there's a light every every block. Yeah. And yeah. they're just revving their engine and it's like the seven yeah. buddies just have to like ride together. It's you're not on the open road. You're uh-huh. going like twelve miles an hour. Uh-huh. Ed? And I can't hear the person across from me. Right. But you're forgetting. Fuck. You're forgetting one thing. One thing. They're overcoming their small penises. That. And. Just, there might be some bitches around. And the bitches are like, "Ooh, did you hear that? Right. I just heard yeah, a loud motorcycle. Dudes. I'm just. What is it about that mo- loud motorcycle? All of a sudden, the juices are flowing. I'm having a little, I'm having a little vaginal moisture. I better chase that that guy and suck his small piece. I'm hearing is that Frankie Valley. I'm hearing Mm. in the Four Seasons. (laughs) Walk like a man. (laughs) Yes. What the fuck is this? Yes. No. Let's go back to 1961. They do that. They do that because they think it's you know that's the way. Uh, Here's all right, greasers. Here's another one. Adam in Houston really got me thinking of a different version of the Daily Double. Eddie rolls into B's Vegas Swingers Party and is presented with the opportunity to be the third with two famous couples. In one room, you have JT and Jessica Beale, while in the other room, you have Tom Brady and Giselle. Which room are you going in for sexy time? And that's from LSU Lala. He's got a Daily's Choice for you. Daily's Choice. It's the choice I make. Daily's Choice. Watch me shiver while you shake. Ed, you're, you're invited to be the bull in a, in a male, female, male threesome. You have you yeah. have your choice of couples. On one end of the spit roast. Yeah, one 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 of the couples is Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel. On the other, Tom Brady, the the soon to be divorced. As news we broke here, by the way, Tom Brady and Giselle Boonchin. Who are you going in for, Ed? So this isn't like a uh, I'm so hetero. 
like I wrote a book about Christmas. I'm obviously not super hetero, but uh, I I have zero desire to ever be in a room with another erect man. I I I can't do it. There's no way I'm ever yes. going to be yeah. part of a threesome yeah. in any way. Sure. And so this comes down to or who do you want to bang which I, you know whatever. Yeah. It comes down to who do I want to see what he's working with. Yeah. And I really don't I'm not even slightly interested in Timberlake. No. Yeah. And I hate Tom Brady, yeah. but I'm just curious like what yeah. what he's working with. So yeah. I'm going to say Tom Brady. I'd like to check out Tom Brady's penis and then leave. Yeah. Yeah. I I'll weigh in. I'm not particularly attracted to either of these chicks, Beal or Giselle. And I would agree with you that performing in a threesome with another dude is, would probably take a little bit of mental, <laughs> mental strength and just be able to compartmentalize. And here's the problem. If you're, if you're in a three way with Beal and JT, you know, you're starting, you're starting to get, get down with Jessica Beal. And then all of a sudden you got, you got JT over there behind her and he's like, ha ha, look at, Hey, Hey, check me out. Hey, look, I'm bringing sexy back. Hey, woohoo, yeah. Hey, don't you know I'm really funny? Hey, ask, ask. Who's the guy? Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon will tell you. I'm super funny. Ha, look at me. Woohoo. Whereas look at me wearing these big gloves. Yeah. Look yes. at me dancing yeah. on look how funny I am. big hey, look, gloves. Hey, look, look how funny I am. My dick is in a box. I got my dick in a box. My dick's in a box. So you got that to deal with, well, that which would make it hard to perform. Then on the other hand, you got Giselle. Yeah, all the plastic surgery. Yeah, you got Giselle, who's, look, a little bit masculine for my taste. And then there's, then there's Tom Brady there and tom brady he's he's just got a mirror out and he's like admiring his plugs the whole time he's like god fuck do you think you think the doctor you think he got these <sighs> look he missed a spot right like he could have put another follicle right here in the corner <sighs> do you think people should like I me shave, should i shave down my cheekbones more <laughs> yeah, yes yeah yeah what do, you, what do you think about these uggs i do these uggs hey how about this shirt with my own picture on it <sighs> i would have to say it probably Again, I'm not particular into either of these chicks. I would have to go Brady and Giselle because he would be more. He'd be like, "Hey, did I tell you I'm friends with Mark Wahlberg? Did you know I'm friends with Mark Wahlberg?" He would be he would be like less annoying than JT because it would be impossible to perform with JT because JT he would need to be performing. And you know, in a in a in a two guys one girl threesome, the girl right she's supposed to be the center of attention, and JT. Well, neither of these guys really, but especially Timberlake, he could never allow. I mean, he was the bride at his own wedding. You think he's going to not right. be the bride in a two on one? I got to go. I yeah. got to go, Tom. Just just path of least resistance. Tom and Giselle. Let's talk some knots. Boys. Yeah. Thanks for all that. Thanks for that. LSU. Well, it's time, it's time for non-sports, segment, segment, on the Baller Lifestyle Podcast, non-sports, 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 I'm talking about the segment now, non-sports, non-sports, segment, Breaking news, Ed, and this comes via the... Text the backdoor text line on a group chat I have with dear friends 
Jason Stewart, known to the show, and of course the internationally famous reality Steve Carbone from Loyola Marymount University. Oh. The guy that caught the 60-second home run ball, ball is married to a chick that was a contestant on The Bachelor, Bree. Whew. Yes. At least, at least it wasn't uh, uh, Zach Hample or what's his <laughs> Yes. That's what I was afraid you were going to say. Right. No, no. It was. Oh, yeah. That guy with the MLB hat. No, thank God it wasn't him. No, a, a bachelor contestant's husband, breaking news, has caught the 60 second home run ball. Congratulations. Ed, what is going on in the world of things that are not sports? Some RIPs. People died this week. A big one. Yeah. For people of a certain age, a massive song in the mid '90s. R.I.P. Coolio, 59 years old, heart attack, I believe. Yeah. Um, seemed like a good dude. Really good dude. Hey fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stewart, Brian Beckner quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Plus you know there's Kate with a C, but she's known as Fancy Pop to you and me. Talking loud, comers, conductors, my brothers, reviewing some movies and shows and the others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.